recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Good morning. It's the Danny and Kate show. Welcome to Tuesday after a long binge weekend of partying for most of you. Feel like it was like mom and dad went away uh, for a weekend and the kids just decided, hey, we're going to we're going to party and we're going to we're going to party hard until and if we get caught, I don't even care because what does it matter? Let's do this thing. It's just a fine or jail time. It's just time. a jail time. Who like cares? we're we're gonna party it up. And well, YOLO. Y- you did. Even though they told you not to let your guard down this holiday, a lot of people hit hit the beaches, the parks, the bars. It was crazy out there. Some states saw a spike in COVID nineteen cases going into the weekend as the restrictions started to ease. On Saturday, North Carolina reported its highest one day increase in new cases to date. Just a day after a second wave of reopening happened, experts recommend continuing the three W's, which are wearing masks, waiting six feet apart, and washing your hands frequently. In fact, they just released a new study that said if you wash your hands ten times a day, you can cut COVID down by a third. So you it's a third of your chance of getting it is gone. But ten times a day, you might as well lose your hands. It's a lot of washing. It's a lot of washing. They said that your interlaced fingers, that it counts 20 times higher. So um, what that means is your fingernails. That's where it's hiding. That's where the COVID hides on your hands. It's easy to get the open spaces, but the little spaces. So stop biting your fingernails and whatnot. Anyway, uh, what could possibly go wrong with everything opening up and uh, people partying? I don't know. We won't know. For 7 to 14 days, how this weekend affects us. If it affects us at all, we have no idea. But we will tell you what we do know so far. And Missouri apparently let a hair salon reopen. Hear about this? Yeah, not good. Yeah, so Missouri is like, hey, it's a show me state. Show me your virus and I'll show you a hairstylist that needs some work. So she went back to work. She's doing her thing. And a Missouri hair salon reopened. She's making her money, living her best life. And then all of a sudden, whoops, two people had COVID-19. And they may have exposed over 100 customers and colleagues. One of the hairdressers worked five days last week while experiencing, quote, very mild symptoms. Just didn't feel right, but still went to work because, you know, everyone's broke right now. So they had to make that money. Everyone wore a mask, though. That's the important part of this story. They didn't just go to work, but they also wore masks. So health officials are optimistic that no one actually will contract the virus because the lady who was sick was wearing a mask. But what kind of mask was she wearing? That's the question. But they said, according to the salon, she was wearing an N95. That's what they all had. They all had N95 masks. Gotcha. But we'll know real quick because that N95 mask, that's the one you want. That's the one that will prevent 95% of this coming through. So that's pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. So this could be a great experimentation. I'm glad I'm not a part of it. (laughs) But if two people had COVID-19 and wore N95 masks and was that close and personal and nobody gets sick after this, you have a great argument for, hey, I think we know how to control this. Mm -hmm. Wear masks, right? Then we're good to go. Everybody wears a mask. We can go about our business. We can do our lives. Right. Uh, but if people start getting infected, then you can go back to the other argument is masks don't work. And now what do we do? Yeah. 
So that's where we're at today. And, you know, it was, it was a party weekend. I saw people out and about like I've never seen them before at a park. Uh, people jumping in muddy puddles. <laughs> we saw people at a river. Oh, my God. Like, not even the river. Yeah. It's like the very end of the river that's not a river anymore. It's like leftover. It looks like... Like, like a foot of water and it's muddy. Like drain off. Like, you know, some from like crap nearby. Like if it rained a couple weeks ago and there's like leftover puddle. Like people were in that swimming. It was gross. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you're desperate to get out of the house. You're like, I'm not getting COVID-19. I'm going straight for sepsis. Yep. That's what I want. I'm not sure what disease is in there. But it's not good. No wonder you don't care about COVID. You're swimming in sewage water. That's awesome. Then, of course, you got the beach. The beach was packed. In fact, there's a video that went viral over the weekend of the Ozarks in, was it Missouri? I think it's in Missouri. Ozarks in Missouri. I think so. Anyway, there was like a, uh, there's like a, a docking area where there's a bar. And all these people were docked up and they have a pool and they opened it up mm-hmm. and it was just wall to wall people with a DJ and everyone's like partying like it was spring break. That is not social distancing, folks. <laughs> oh, man. So it's going to get crazy out there. All right. So uh, we'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. Good morning to each and every gosh darn one of you looking for some good news. Remember that guy from uh, The Office, John Krasinski, Krasinski, Kronolotsky? You're so good with names. Johnny K, as I call him. Mm-hmm. Um, what was his name on the show? Jim. Jim. That's the name right. of our Roomba. That's the name of our Roomba. Uh, Jim, he started this fun thing, you know, just for, <laughs> just for fun. It was called Good News, and he would share good news. And it was just to, like, help spread some joy. It was, you know, he had no ulterior motives whatsoever. It was just about, it was just making people feel good. And he would share happy stories, and people were like, man, God bless this guy for just finally sharing some good news during this crisis that has nothing to do about the damn sickness. He's self-promoting. Yeah, it turns out he was, and he sold the show to uh, a, a company uh, for it was millions of dollars. Dang. So not only did he make money off of all of you fake uh, supporters, I guess not fake supporters, real supporters with his fake his fake intentions, he made hundreds of millions of dollars. And he got major backlash online where people were like, hey, John, Johnny K, I thought you were doing this out of the goodness of your heart. And he was like, nah, man, I'm making money. Even celebrities need their money right now. They need their money. Everyone's hurting for cash. Damn right. Might as well put a Venmo out there and say, tip me as I give you good news. (laughs) So we'll see how it goes. He's not the only one. Big news over the last week for all these. This is going to be a podcaster's pipe dream now. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. The Joe Rogan experience, which he stole that idea from me, by the way, because I was the Danny Hill experience years ago, which we both stole from Jimi Hendrix. So it's not my idea. At least you're honest. I am being honest. Anyway, Joe Rogan's podcast sold to Spotify. Did you hear about this? No. A hundred million dollars. He's and within 30 days, they're gonna take him off of every single platform he's on, and you can only listen to it through Spotify. That's like ten bucks a month. Damn right it is. I'm not paying t- $120 a year. To just have access to one podcast. Like, you know you can find it later on YouTube. No, he's taking it off of everything. 
Yeah, but people still post it. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be kind of like Howard Stern on um, Sirius. Sirius Radio, where they thought Howard Stern was going to be the, you know, Howard Stern was going to save satellite was going to save satellite radio. And then, of course, they went bankrupt, merged with the other one, mm-hmm. still having problems because it turns out real radio is free. Yep. And free versus $10 or $20 or whatever. You'd be amazed at poor people and even middle class people and even rich people have a hard time justifying paying that when they can get it for free. And not only that, there's all these other services that offer it to you. Right. So I'm curious to see. He does have the most downloads, monthly downloads and views. It's like hundreds of millions of people a month Mm -hmm. watch and listen to his podcast, which is odd. Do you know where he got his start from, from doing all this? No idea. Okay, so you know he was in Fear Factor, right? Right. And then he did... Um, uh, He's like a sports announcer. Too. Yeah, UFC. He was a UFC wrestler. But mm-hmm. his his first like internet debut where he was given his response, his gut response on it, mm-hmm. was when his friends had him come in and talk about this viral video. The very first viral video that went around, it was a horrible adult video. I won't even say the name of it because if you Google it, you'll get a virus. And if you don't get a virus, you'll see the video and it'll make you vomit. I feel like I already know what you're talking about. You do know exactly what I'm talking about. It was huge in 1997, so I was in college by 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Look, well, great happened in early 2000s, late 1990s. Sure. But anyway, his response to that video went viral on top of it. And then people started doing these things called response videos where they would record people watching it and then showing their response to it. Yeah, that's still a thing. It is. But you know who started that? Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. That was Joe Rogan's thing. So here we are, $100 million dollars. To go over to Spotify. Do you think it was the right call? For him? Sure. For Spotify? We'll see. Well, according to the reports I've read, Spotify has already made that money back in sponsorships. Done. He's pretty smart and he's seen a lot of stuff down the road that a lot of people haven't seen. Yeah. So, you know, UFC was one of them too where he's like, yeah, I think I'll be a part of this. Anyway, that's it. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hit the hard hitting stuff. I hope you're ready for this. This one was fairly interesting for me yesterday when I read the article. And uh, it was all about people are not infectious after 11 days. Mm-hmm. They're now saying that. They're not infectious after 11 days. We'll tell you why. Plus, we'll tell you about the TSA. They're saying more people are out and about. And a new social media star. He's only one years old. What could he be doing? We'll tell you in just a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. My name is Danny and with me is Kate. Thank you for jumping in there. Thanks for cluing us in. That wasn't Well, I mean, you obvious. didn't. I thought you were going to jump in. Usually that's what cool DJs do. They finish each other's 
No, that's not cool. Sentences. Come on. Just We have very different versions of what's cool. No, I think it's the same thing. Speaking of cool, Pac-Man celebrating its 40th anniversary. That's something you think's cool, right? I suck at that game. So hard. Uh, Pac-Man turned 40 on Friday. Uh, none other than the Pac-Man, the original video game superstar, gobbled namesake of the most successful arcade game of all time. Pac-Man was introduced in Japan as Puck-Man. But the name changed after arriving to the United States because we always do that. In honor of the Yellow Guys milestone, several activities and events were planned, including the new video game on Twitch, a new chapter of Pac-Man Stories, the Amazon Alexa, uh, and 40th Anniversary Arcade Machine. You can visit Pac-Man.com to learn more about all the ways you can celebrate Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah. little Pac-Man action. Uh, One-year-old chef takes over on social media. So he is a chef. Little Kobe Wan stars in his own cooking series. Can I tell you his name again? Kobe Wan. I think it's Wayne. Kobe Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi? It's W-A-I-N, right? W-I-A-N. I don't know. I think I'm right. I don't think it's Wan. Juan. No, there's no Juan in there. Juan. Kobe (laughs) Juan. Whatever. It's Kobe. We'll call him little Kobe. Either way. Uh, he's at his own cooking series, which has over a million followers. The adorable toddler is going to give Ryan's Toy Review a run for its money. He wears a red apron, a chef's hat, taste test, measures and pours. The little tyke has tackled everything from pizza to peanut butter s'mores to mac and cheese to strawberry shortcake. The series is called Kobe Eats. You can catch it on Instagram and TikTok. He has actually said he would be on Celebrity Deathmatch versus Ryan, which is nice. I don't think the one-year-old said that. I, well, he should have. I'm ready to see see that one be over. Every you know, there's been different stages of my life where I'm like, please, Lord, let this part be over. One was with the Paris Hilton mm-hmm. section of life, Nicole Richie. That was god awful. One was Jersey Shore. One was the real world after they got beyond, let's say, five. The first ones were kind of interesting, but then after that, it was redundant. That's how I feel about American Idol. American Idol is another one. The Kardashians, a decade ago. Now I've come to terms with it. It's almost like being told you have a terminal disease. You can try to deny it all you want. It is what it is. The Kardashians are part of our lives now. You can either just accept it. They're not going anywhere. I hate it. And uh, the other one for me has been Ryan's Story Review. Um, just, just I have I hate that I have to watch it. I hate that our little girls watch it. I I do not like. I do not like it. I I do not like it, as my youngest would say. I do not like it. Sam, I am. So it's just oh, I want that. I want this portion to be over. I just enjoy it when the kids graduate from the cartoons, like the Caillous and the Devil Caillou. You've got Caillou and you've got Peppa Pig. I like it when they graduate on to, you know, uh, Camp Winnesaki or whatever the hell it's called. I I like the cartoons better than the stuff the older kids watch. I find that stuff highly annoying. It is annoying, but at least it's, you know, humans doing it. We should just make them read more because then we don't have to know what's happening. That's true. Hey, what game are we playing today? Quiet Time. That's right. Go read a book. That's the game we play every day, Quiet Time. The TV show in your brain. So anyway... Good luck to uh, the one-year-old chef. I hope it ends up going well and he makes lots of money off this and gets to enjoy plenty of pizzas and all that fun stuff. 
It's really cute. Have you seen it? I, I, I'm imagining it being adorable. The only thing I will say is I would not have the patience. Like, I, these parents are so brave because you can tell he's making the biggest mess ever. And it's just, like, cut out in between the clips. Because they're all, like, basically, like, clipped together each, like, part of the recipe. Oh, okay. So, but you can tell there's a huge mess in between all this. And I would not have the patience yeah. to clean all that up and make videos like that every day. Well, and you'd have to keep telling them they have to finish the video because they wouldn't want to keep doing it. You get in there and you finish that video. What did mommy tell you about doing these videos? Well, he looks very happy when he does it. So it looks like, you, you know, smile like a regular cooking show where they have kind of things like already ready to go. Mm -hmm. So he's got the bowl, like they put in the flour for the dough. He dumps the water in. Like, nice. So you just see him like dumping the things in and like he does a little bit of the mixing and stuff like that. And then he eats it. So adorable. <laughs> um, all right. When we return, since we're talking about kids, we're going to tell you how the kids get into the darndest things. And some kids in France got stuck somewhere and when they got pulled out wasn't like permanently stuck mm -hmm. but when they got pulled out they brought something with them we'll tell you what they brought where they were stuck and what they found coming up in mere moments okay clickbait it's danny and kate it's danny and kate on your radio good morning so still talking about kids you know, if you're cleaning and decluttering, uh, you're probably finding lots of junk. There were two French kids uh, that got stuck behind some stuff. Their mom was moving. And then she said, hey, I need you to... They were, I guess, taking things up to the attic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And mom was like, you know, moving some stuff around because they're decluttering. Um, so they're like, whatever. Um, we're just going to play. So they're in the attic and they're looking around and they're like, let's build a fort. So they kept going through all this old crap and they're grabbing it and they're building a fort out of it. Obviously, children have no sense of allergies because me, my nose, my nose would be going nuts. I'd have a hard time breathing. There's dust everywhere. There's probably spiders. Kids don't think about that type of stuff. Right. They just live their best life. So they start looking for stuff and they decide they're going to build this, you know, this fort. And they're grabbing things left or right. So they, they took out an old pair of sheets. Then all of a sudden, bam, bam, two gold bars wrapped inside of them fell out. They told their father, who was shocked, he had them appraised. The two bars, each weighing a little over two pounds, are worth more than $100,000 each. Wow. What the hell? How do you not know you have that? Now, according to him, he said it's an old house that's been in their family for years. Uh, and people just store stuff up there. So they don't know who's. Oh, you know, if they found that and now it's like national news, someone's going to be like, that was mine. That was Michael Bars. I put it in anyway, attic. So, yeah, there's a reason why you should um, encourage your kids to go play while you're cleaning your house. I don't think we have gold bars hidden in our house. Well, they didn't think they did either. Okay, kids, no dinner tonight unless you find gold bars. Go. Oh, again? Yeah, that's not going to work here. <laughs> it won't work. Um, speaking of food, rats are on the prowl. Beware of the hungry rats. You heard that. Rodents who are used to feeding in trash bins left over from restaurants are getting desperate and aggressive, so much so that the CDC actually had to issue guidance on how to deter the critters who are roaming empty streets and searching for food. The CDC suggests you cover your garbage cans, put bird or pet food out of reach, seal small holes in your home that rodents can't access. Also, keep your eye on your car. Rats like to gnaw on the uh, car engines and the tires when they're desperate. Yeah. The hell. But uh, they think it'll be uh, fine because none of them are wearing masks. So they're all going to get taken out by the COVID. Can rats catch COVID? I don't know. 
I mean, if bats had it originally, who knows? Who knows how this darn thing works? Interesting. I'm going to sneeze on you, rat. Nah, get away from me. And uh, final fun story, Skittles. Skittles has decided to do something interesting. Have you heard what Skittles is doing? I did. This is an interesting take on it. The candy best known for being the rainbow is giving up all of its colors for a good cause. So Skittles announced they're going to go colorless to show support for Pride Month. So that's interesting. Okay. I think they've done this in the past. I remember talking about this before. The popular candy partnered up with Glad, G-L-A-A-D, uh, and uh, on a campaign that notes uh, only one rainbow matters during Pride. And it's the one that represents LGBTQ community. The candy might be colorless, but they still taste the rainbow of flavors. And every Skittle Pride pack sold to the company is donating a dollar to Glad. And I appreciate what they're doing here. I think it's great. But um, uh, the state of Hawaii would argue over who owns the rainbow. I don't think anyone owns a rainbow. Yeah, and that's that's been the thing is like they've even had when we were there before, they had all these conversations because their football teams called the Rainbow Warriors, yeah. right? And they were going to change the name of the team to just the Warriors because every time they went anywhere, people associated them with gay pride and they said, "Look, not that we don't appreciate that. We give that 100%, but we were using this first as a different thing." Right. Um, so now you, know, you have this campaign come out and say the only rainbow that matters is, is is the pride rainbow. I'm telling you, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, oh uh, why does it have to be with something like a rainbow is just a rainbow? That's what I'm saying. A rainbow is just a rainbow. And so anyway, it is what it is. So at least the money's going to a good cause. And again, I'm not knocking this whole thing. I think it's great what you're doing. <clears throat> but I think if anybody takes ownership of anything. That's. Uh, I don't think anyone gets to claim ownership of a rainbow. It exactly. In That's like claiming ownership of a mountain or the rain or clouds. Like, yeah. They just yeah. exist. Exactly. Well, and before your cause, or your organization, or your company, mm, or whatever. I and that. Yeah. That's I agree. it. That's it. I agree. I'm glad you said it better than I could. Anywho, that's what we got this morning. We're going to go ahead and take a little break. When we come back, we're going to give you the stupidest person of the day. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, stupidest person of the day is anybody who went out and thought they were going to be healthy by getting themselves healthy choice frozen products. Because it turns out it has something that's so natural and so healthy in it, it might bust your teeth out. Of course, I'm referring to rocks. <laughs> yep. Turns out Friday night, uh, Conagra, is that Conagra? C-O-N-A-G-R-A? Conagra? No idea. Whatever. The company that makes uh, Healthy Choice said they're recalling more than 275,000 pounds of Healthy Choice frozen products that were found to contain small rocks. The products include Healthy Choice chicken feta, farro bowls, unwrapped burrito scrambles, turkey sausage, egg white scramble bowls. And so much more. You can find the complete recall product information list on their website along with the USDA. But I will tell you, damn it, that is healthy. Rot- nothing gets more natural than rocks. A lot of minerals. Mm. 
this hurts while I eat it, but damn it, it's good. I don't know who can eat those things. Those are nasty. Lot of sodium. Lots of sodium. They're not good for you at all. It's but it's just wait a, a minute. bunch of processed junk. It says healthy though in the title. That doesn't mean it's healthy. Mm, but it says healthy. Yeah, that's not how things work. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to take a little break. We're going to be back in just a couple. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Late Show Recap. Here is Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, uh, all talking about stuff going on in the world. Enjoy. You guys, it's almost summer, and now that more states are reopening, the CDC has released safety recommendations for using public pools. Yep, if you haven't seen them, it's just a sign that says, eh, I wouldn't. <laughs> Religious gatherings of up to 10 people resumed across New York State, but if a rabbi, a minister, and a priest walk into a bar, they can only get takeout. <laughs> Pac-Man turns 40 years old. Uh, like a lot of 40-year-olds, he went in for a checkup and his doctor was like, I'm gonna need you to cut back on the dots and the ghosts and stuff like that. Can you do that for me? According to a new poll, 44% of Americans say that their favorite way to relax is visiting the beach. The rest said it's agreeing to a Zoom happy hour and then getting out of it five minutes beforehand. And of course, over the weekend was Memorial Day. Here's John C. talking about, well, Memorial Day yard sales when he did stand-up comedy during the late show. Enjoy. Every year we would have yard sales on Memorial Day weekend, so it's like Mardi Gras for white trash. Yeah, I never understood how people can come to a yard sale and get picky. You know what I mean? They make me feel bad about the stuff I didn't want anyway. What's this? I don't want this. Neither do I. That's why it's a dime. All right, I don't care. Does this VCR have a remote? No, it doesn't have a cord either. That's why it's $4, dude. It's a piece of crap. Well, I was looking for a new VCR. Yeah, I think they sell those at places called stores. All right, you're you're in my garage. Look on the wall. That's a spider. Get the out of here, all right? People come to your yard sale and ask for items that they don't even see. Like I got departments you don't know about or something. You know, like, where are your drapes? I'm looking for drapes. We don't see drapes. Oh, ask his house. Where's it on the back porch? I'm sorry. You can stop by customer service at the shed. Get a slushy and a pretzel. I mean, really, it's not. What's your return policy? I'll stab you if you come back here. Go away. <laughs> Classic Memorial Day yard sale humor. We're going to take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Who tops the all-time Memorial Day weekend box office? From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. This Memorial Day, E.T. is counting down the top Memorial Day weekend domestic box office of all time. At number three, X-Men The Last Stand, earning $122 million in 2006. They wish to cure us. At number two is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. In 2008, the fourth film in the indie franchise earned over $126 million. Not as easy as it used to be. 
And at number one, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which in 2007 earned $139 million. Did no one come to save me just because they missed me? And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next ET from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Awesome, Kevin. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your radio. Good morning. So a cool thing that happened on TikTok. I always talk about TikTok because it's the new cool thing. Um, if you want to follow me, you can join the thousands others that follow me on TikTok as I rant. Because you're so cool. About old man issues. Um, but anyway, I already saw this video and this is a cool thing. A six-year-old stopped a FedEx driver and asked him to send Tony Hawk an old beat-up skateboard as a gift. The driver told the story on TikTok. Tony Hawk saw it and sent his own skateboard to the kid. It was pretty cool. So it was like this little boy was like six years old. And uh, he goes out to the driver. And as the driver tells it, he's like, hey, can you give this to Tony Hawk, please? And the mom's like, yeah, wink, wink. Yeah, give that to Tony Hawk. So the driver gets on his TikTok and he tags Tony Hawk in it. And he goes, so, Tony, if you want it, I have it. I don't have your home address, but I can bring it to you. So then Tony messages him and says, here's my address. Send it to me. <laughs> and so he sends it to him. Then Tony does a video um, saying, hey, thank you so much. Here's here's what I'm going to do for you. Actually, here's the audio. He can hear it. So I'm doing my delivery route today and I see this little kid chasing my truck. So I pull over. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Hey, sir, do you know the pro skater Tony Hawk? He goes, can you mail this to him? Tell him it's from Cooper. And I just thought it was adorable. Obviously, I can't mail it to Tony Hawk. I don't know Tony Hawk's address. But the least I could do was put it out there in the universe. So, Tony, if you see this, Cooper in Suwannee, Georgia is a big fan. Hey, Cooper, what's up? It's Tony Hawk. And I just want to say thank you so much for the skateboard. It's on its way to my house already. And uh, as a thank you gift, I'm going to send you my skateboard, this one right here that I'm riding. All right? Thanks, buddy. I hope to meet you sometime. How cool is that? Tony Hawk was probably just stoked that a six-year-old knew who he was, but... This is great. Who was it that I saw? Um, Sean White, also skateboarder. Um, Snowboarder and skateboarder. And, 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 and. And, and most yeah. famous redhead of all time. So he was driving. There was video of him. It was on like E! News or something. He was driving and there were these kids out in their street skateboarding. And he like pulled over his car and they said, hey, come skate on our ramp. And he did. And so that has gone viral. He just was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he <laughs> threw not? on his mask and he skateboarded with the little kids. That's pretty dope. Yeah, he's another good guy where he's done fairly well for himself. I like them. I, I like seeing those people give back. It's good. Um, and another viral video from TikTok, a girl away at college told her dad she likes to watch the family ring doorbell footage. So the dad started leaving her messages as he went out of the house. She put a bunch of them together on TikTok and now they've gone viral. So here's her father leaving messages for her that he thinks she's going to hear eventually, which she did. Hey, Em. It's drizzling a little here. Hey, Em. Got $9 off at Rite Aid. Hey, Em. Hi, Em. Hey, Em. What's up? What up? Hey, Em. We're home. Love you. Great seeing you. Good morning, Em. Have a great day. Hello. I'm home. Hey, Em. See you later. Hey, Em. Sorry, I couldn't read your text yet. I was driving. Hey, Em. Imagine you're pre-gaming right now. Your mom's wrong again. <laughs> Look on your final. Last one. Hey, Em. Have a great day. Love you. So he just talks to it every day like she's there. God, is that how we're going to be when our kids all move out? You're damn right We're just going to talk to them even when they're not there. Damn right we are. <laughs> nope. I'm going to be visiting all of them all the time. 
be that annoying parent that's always in town hanging out with our kids because we love them. Or we could like have our own friends and not still be doting on our kids when they're grown. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a little break, take some of your phone calls coming up in a moment. We got some stuff to talk about. So get your your fingers ready. Dial 1-877-516-9981. That's the number to get onto the show. We'll talk to you in mere moments. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So we're going to talk about something that's going to fire you up. 1-877-516-9981. This is something that people have strong opinions on one way or the other. Of course, I'm not talking about churches reopening because they've been shut down because that that's a whole new level of fired up. We're going to take this in a different direction. Gyms. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Gyms. G-Y-M-S. Gyms. Not gym as in J-I-M-S because that's... That's a guy. We're not going to talk about Jim. We're talking about gyms. Should they remain closed until there's a vaccine or a cure? I know. So here's the thing. They did this whole study over the weekend and people were passionate about it. Fox News did this whole thing and they said, look, among 27 fitness instructors who participated uh, in this study that they did, uh, they turned out that they could not only test positive, but spread the disease. Oh, yeah. So here's what the story is. Even if gyms reopen soon, you might want to skip those intense classes for a while. A report shows that uh, dozens of people in South Korea caught COVID-19 after participating in a fitness class that began uh, at the at beginning of the pandemic. Researchers traced the cluster back to a workshop that was held at a fitness dance instructor's uh, class in South Korea. It happened February 15th. Among the 27 fitness instructors who participated, eight later tested positive for COVID-19. It's according to the author. They said the moist, warm atmosphere in the sports facility, coupled with the turbulent airflow generated by intense physical exercise, where people were gasping for deeper breaths, Mm -hmm. can cause more transmission of isolated droplets. Interestingly enough, one of the infected instructors also taught yoga and Pilates, but none of these students became infected because those were less of a deep breathing activity. So they still need to do more research on it, but researchers do think it's better that the activities are lower intensity if you're going to be around people. But if you're planning on doing anything high intensity where you're breathing in and out, you better not be in an enclosed building near people. Hey, can you imagine like the uh, cardio section of our old gym? Oh my God, no! It'd be a nightmare. Yeah, and it's like literally where our gym is. It like it's it's up on a balcony, so like overhangs the oh, yeah. area. So they're just gonna be like huffing their coronavirus down to the people down to the people on the floor. Like, no, thank you. One eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. What do you think? Should gyms remain closed until there's a vaccine or a cure, or should they open up and we try it anyway? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What do you got? Yeah, I think it's breeding grounds for disease on a good day. I mean, it's just <laughs> not worth it. When there's so many other exercises, things you can do at home. The last thing you need right now is touching their person's sweat or showering in a locker room. It's only clean once or twice a day. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's uh, Thanks for calling in. That's, that's the tough call. I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy... You know, going naked into the spa and sauna, showering, whipping my friends with the towel. Those are things I enjoy. But I just don't know if it's worth the fear. Mm -mm. What? You're so gross. What? (laughs) Oh, 
So you don't do that with your girlfriends when you're at the gym? I have never taken my clothes off at the gym ever. Really? Yeah. It's not the guy's room. We walk around naked. And then we have conversations where we take one leg and we put it up on the bench. So, Carl, tell me about the uh, finance market. What's really going on out there? Oh, well, as I'm putting my shoes on, let me tell you. That's how it goes in the men's room. Does that really happen? All the time, yeah. All the time. What the hell kind of power move is that? I don't know. Nobody wants to see that, Carl. Yeah, well. Put it away. It is. There's a guy in uh, uh, Fresno, California. Is uh, is very well known up there. And uh, his name is uh, Copey or Cope or something. Anyway, weather guy. And we used to go to the same gym. And he was a, he was a walker around her naked guy. And I'd always be like, hey, you're the guy from the TV. Oh, hey. Don't need to see all hey, that. Uh, man, looks like we got a low front coming in, huh? Oh. <laughs> hey, possible chance of using a towel coming up in about 15 minutes. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, so that's, I don't know. I thought I thought those were the same in ladies' rooms. Nope. Not? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. Should gyms remain closed until there's a vaccine or a cure? No. If other places are opening with social distancing rules, then so should gyms. I feel like if the gym is considered an essential business and should have never closed to begin with, probably, and there are a bunch of things people can do to stay safe and healthy and social distance at the gym. Mm-hmm. But the, And I, I thank you for calling in, but it was never an essential business. No. So is that what she's saying? It should have been yeah, called she's in? Yeah, saying it should have been. Oh, it should have been an essential business. I've seen a lot of um, owners of fitness studios screaming the same thing from the top of their Facebook page mm, ones. Yeah. You can be healthy and fit without a gym. It oh. is possible. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm torn because I am someone who does enjoy workout studios and classes and different things like that. But I just, personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable going anymore. Because a mm. lot of them are smaller. They're in enclosed spaces. And I don't know. And, and the gym in particular, it's like I've seen people just get all gross and sweaty, right? And yeah. then they don't wipe their machines. Like, I'm we've one all seen those yeah. people. It's gross. I don't, I don't wipe my machine down at all. I hate it. And then when I get real sweaty, I shake it all off. Just let it, you know, shoot all around me, all over the other. I don't care. I'm a gold member. I'm a diamond member. I don't clean my own sweat off. You should. Everybody's. I'm a diamond member. That's why, and that's what I say when I walk in. Diamond member coming through. They're all diamond members. It's a diamond member gym. I'm a diamond member, and then I go sweaty, and I go lay down on their uh, massage machine, and I just let the sweat just soak into the massage machine. Yeah, I just I I don't feel comfortable going back. I just don't. (laughs) And you know what? If you you do, fine. But I I feel like you have to really weigh your risks. Are you like? someone who works with small children or with elderly people or you know who works with or lives with someone who could be in a higher risk portion of society if you're a a male gigolo or you're someone who's goes on dates with lots of women i mean that you got to consider that like if you're going to go on a date that night with six or seven different ladies time for that is it fair to expose all of them you're going to the gym noon to four are these five minute dates are we are we at one of those little no you start at four o'clock dating rounds you spend an hour with each lady by the time 11 o'clock hits you've gone through seven that's how your tuesday should be what's wrong with you what i'm just these are hypotheticals they're just hypotheticals yeah but they're fantasy hypotheticals (laughs) (laughs) i don't think 
you know, we'll just agree to disagree. Sure. We'll agree to disagree. All right. Um, let's talk about money for a second. Now, because we talked about gyms, we're going to come back and talk about money. Money, money, money. Should we get rid of money? Should we still use it? What do you think? one 516 We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So cash. That's the other argument I saw over the weekend. People were going back and forth about the New World Order. The New World Order, I guess, is uh, it's something people fear. And I'm not 100% sure why. Uh, I just know when people say it, there's this connotation of, well, that's what they want you to do. And I'm like, who? Who's, who's they? they? Yeah. Who's My they? Favorite. Well, those in charge. Who's in charge? Bill Gates? Like, is that's the only rich person they can think of? Um, so I don't know. There's this thing now where everyone's arguing. Uh, a poll of 9,000 U.S. adults at YouGov revealed that if cash is still payment method of choice, 46% say they're using cashless payments during COVID-19. 26% say they're using cash and cashless payments about the same as they did prior to the outbreak. 12% said they've actually been using cash more during the pandemic than they did prior. Those are the people who are like, screw it, and I, and I lick it before I give it to them, too. Yeah. 36% of Americans who generally like to use cash when making purchases are using cashless methods more. And 53% of Americans who uh, have reported income between 40000 and 80000 say they're more likely to use cashless payment methods. So this is a middle-class thing. Mm-hmm. 48% of those who uh, are very or fairly worried about becoming seriously uh, uh, unless of dying as a result of COVID-19, said they're going to use cashless payments more frequently in the last two months. So for those who were afraid or worried about it. So the big question is, should we get rid of cash? Should we go to just cards or wireless or um, you know, just have your chips not inserted into your body? We're not talking end of time stuff, but would you be okay with having a just credit card? We use them already, but do you still need cash? I have cash on me, and um, I don't use it. I always use card. Yeah. The only time I really use cash is if it's there's no other option. I go to a hot dog stand, and they're like, cash only. Well, thank God I got 10 bucks on me because I need a hot dog. Well, and I see it a lot with, like, um, gas stations, right? They'll list, like, the cash price, yeah. and then they'll list, like, the debit and credit price. Like, I want the cheap, <laughs> the cheaper price. Exactly. So that, it's always good to have some on hand, so I don't like getting rid of it altogether. I don't think it's that big of a risk. You know what I mean? If you're still washing your hands and being hygienic, it's not that big of a risk. one 9981 Good morning. What are you thinking? Should you uh, should we give up cash as a currency in America? Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be comfortable giving up cash. I always use cash when I tip people, so it's not really fair that a waiter's tip get lumped into the bill and then get taxed. Yeah. Uh, I think cash is still the best way to give someone a tip, so I don't want to lose that. No, I, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, he makes a good point. When you leave, I always do that too. I'll go. This is for you, and I know they don't report it, and they well, but you're steal s- from the government. You're supposed to report even your cash tips. You are. Yes. So this argument is all about just stealing from the government. Apparently, yeah. Oh, never mind just cause, then. Because I've got, <laughs> I, I've worked at a restaurant. You just because you get a cash tip, you're still supposed to claim that. But a lot Man. of people don't. They, I've seen a lot of people fudge it. They fudge the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But you are still supposed to claim it. It's not very patriotic to steal from the government. Just putting that out there. They need their money. You know how hard it is to pay everyone's 
stimulus check. It's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> going into our debt. Yeah. My, my sister had that argue with me the other day. She's like, I hate all this stimulus money that's going out. I said, why is that? She's like, because this money comes from somewhere. And I go, and? <laughs> well, no, but it comes from somewhere. Yeah, what? What's your point? It's not coming from me. Did so. she return her stimulus check? It's exactly. That's said, my you, favorite thing. That You kept it, right? Yeah. Okay. So... So it's coming from somewhere. It's too late. You already it's already it. happened. Like you can't argue it. It's already happened. They've already voted on it. They've already sent it out. Like I can see you. If you want to be that mad, become a senator and then vote no against these bills that you don't like. It was too late. It wasn't your decision. Yeah, we we were not in this decision making process. It went through the House, then the Senate, and then the president signed on it. Did you tell her that I'll take her check? I'd love to yeah. take. The we'll check. take it if you don't want. want Send the money. me that money. Would you be comfortable giving up cash? Good morning. I don't really use cash anyways. I, I pay for everything mostly with Venmo or my credit card. But especially with coronavirus spreading everywhere in the United States, I'm definitely more comfortable with paying for everything electronically when possible. No, I agree with you. And it's weird how it's different. I appreciate you calling in. It's different everywhere you go. I went to one restaurant the other day and they put the machine out and they said, just put your card in. I put my card in and they said, pull it out. And that was it. They didn't have to sign anything. There was nothing. Right. Because they ran it as credit. Right. Then all of a sudden I go into a, a different restaurant two nights later and I put the card in. They're like, go ahead and push the button pad. And I'm like, I don't want to push the button pad. So I push the button pads and I know I got to use hand sanitizer. And then she's like, do, do, do. Here's a pen and sign the bottom. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to use your dirty ass pen. And I don't get the signature thing because like they don't signature match things anymore. No, you Nobody don't need it. Nobody does. You I can write a dot. Yeah. yeah. I can write on the signature. The blah, 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 Mickey Mouse. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But. In turn, they should also because I never people never check the um, they don't ask for your ID. No, I'm like whatever. So get rid of the signatures, but make sure people ask for ID. Should we're gonna take a little break when we return? We're gonna talk about how you spent your Memorial Day weekend. We'll tell you what you did, at least statistically. Coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So Memorial Day weekend, what did you do? We know there was a lot of people in pools. A lot of people at the parks, people went to the beach like crazy. Some people were responsible. Other people were like, screw it. But it it is the way it is in life. We all know smoking cigarettes is bad for you, but people still smoke cigarettes. I don't know why this is a shocker that some people may not care. Right. Some people, and I don't want to surprise you, is, is as well aware as we are that crack is bad for you. People still do crack. It is what it is. But in a survey of 2,000 Americans by one poll, they revealed how we spent the weekend. 36% admitted they were unsure of the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. 36%. This was just right off the bat before he said, hey, what are you going to do over the weekend? They asked him, side note, what's the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? They didn't have a clue. Mm. Do you know what the difference is? I, I'm one of those. Oh, babe. <laughs> Sorry. Well, being the son of a Marine... And a Navy vet, multiple veterans. This one's for the people who have passed specifically, right? Yes. Memorial Day is for those that have passed. Veterans for those that are alive. Gotcha. That's the difference. Now, you still celebrate those that have passed on Veterans Day. Don't get me wrong. But this one in particular is just for memorial remembering those that have passed away and that died for it. So 36% had no idea. 
Uh, 28% actually confuse Memorial Day with Veterans Day, which honors all military veterans who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces. Uh, 43% new Memorial Day is a holiday honoring those who died in the service while in the U.S. Armed Forces. 46% new Memorial Day is celebrating on the last Monday of May. The rest of them didn't. Uh, yeah. 78% said they uh, have an opportunity to be more reflective this year since they're not doing a lot. Uh, but getting down to the nitty gritty, what did they do for the holiday? Over 87% of people said definitely going to barbecue. Mm-hmm. Going to barbecue. I think we use any holiday as an excuse to <coughs> barbecue, get drunk, yep. and light some fireworks. Well, America. There it is. You just lit the top three. That was it. <laughs> What chore has doubled since lockdown? I can't wait to tell you ours. It's pretty obvious, but we'll tell you coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So we're talking about chores. Being on lockdown doesn't mean anything is easier. A new survey of 3,005, that's a really odd number, 3,005 working parents. Uh, in the U.S., U.K., Germany, Italy, and France show that working moms are spending nearly twice as many hours on housework and child care as they did pre-pandemic. Uh, Before the pandemic, moms spent 35 hours a week on those tasks. Now they're spending 65 hours a week doing the same thing. Mm, I don't think we are. No. we have. The, that's what the kids do. They, they all have chores. That's crazy. Well, either way, shows working parents are dealing with situation in a not so suitable long term uh, way. They're trying to make it work, but a lot of them are getting burned out. According to WorkingMother.com, the moms are stressed, their dads are stressed, people are fighting back and forth, which is why the divorce rate's skyrocketing. So, what are you thinking? What chores have doubled since lockdown started? What have you done more? For us, it's an easy one cleaning. Yeah, laundry, dishes. Everything. Got to clean, got to clean, got to clean, got to clean. Get up clean. Clean, clean, clean. Pick up your crap. Right. When we get it clean, it's got to be cleaned again. one 9981 What chore have doubled since you started lockdown? Yeah. I've been walking the dog nonstop, and it's fine. She's not used to having us at home, so we're all trying to kind of understand the situation that we're in but she doesn't leave me alone unless she's really tired so i feel like i've been walking her all day we're going a little crazy it's fine though okay um you real i realize it's just dog too right my sister is one of these that she doesn't realize she just has a dog a dog can entertain itself yeah just let it you know if you have a backyard let, let it go play in the backyard but maybe that's not good enough. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I think you could people. get. I think you could get away with one walk a day. Yeah, for I think sure. You should be able to get away with one walk a day. You can shut a door. The dog can't open the door. It's, it's watching me. Oh God! I'm getting a text from the dog. <laughs> uh, he knows I'm inside here. Look, he's got two unhappy emoji faces. What is that? An empty dog bowl? What type of animal do you think I am? I can tell they don't have children. Yeah. Because children are next level. You can close the door to get away from them. They can open it. Yeah, they come right after you. What chores have doubled since your lockdown started? Good morning. Okay, so um, the chore that has been most annoying for me during this time has been dishes. I mean, have there ever been this many dishes in the world? (laughs) Where I am running the dishwasher at least twice a day with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and I'm cooking for five people over here and doing the dishes for five people. Yeah. So it's a lot, and I really don't know 
how anyone without a dishwasher is getting through this. Mm, preach on, sister. We've got uh, seven people in our house. Yeah, and then every week our older kids switch off between, they have zones. So the kitchen is one zone. So there's one child, an older child, doing the dishes every day. And then there's also an adult every single day yeah. washing in between what they're doing because so many meals are being made. It's crazy. It's a lot. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break and we're going to be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.